I feel that inspired energy is... That inspiration and something takes your breath away. The tie-in for inspired energy and fear. Inspired energy for me is the energy that you draw from others. You know, and I think that maybe fits into my definition of inspired energy. Like, right now, I'm in the zone. Inspired energy. So I think, for me, the inspiration comes from people. Being inspired to use up your energy. Inspired energy was what motivated me. Ah, inspired energy. Welcome to episode 87 of the Inspired Energy Podcast with Murray Guest and part four of this five-part series, Setting You for Success in 2021. Again, I'm chatting with Becky Hammond from Asogo Strong and co-facilitator of Leaders Who Give a Damn. And in this episode, we're talking about creating achievable actions, taking those goals from the previous episode and chunking them down into actions that build momentum, move you forward, and of course, help you achieve those goals. In the conversation, we talk about the importance of having accountability partners and support that helps you achieve those actions and move forward. We also talk about big goals being chunked down into smaller goals and smaller action steps. We also talk about doing all of the things just makes every day overwhelming. We also talk about building a process to achieve your goals, and Becky shares some amazing steps to help you do that. Now, if you haven't got the success map that goes along with this short series, grab that from leaderswhogiveadam.com in the resources section and work along with us as you set yourself for success in your personal and professional life in 2021. So let's get going on building those actions. Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, Murray. Looking forward to this next conversation as we walk through the success map. I am really looking forward to this conversation too, Becky. Great to be chatting with you again. Uh, we are working through the success map and we are up to page four, which is the last page. And we've got two conversations to go. This first one is a really important one about taking action early in the year on those goals that you set in our last conversation and also the importance of support and accountability partners. Uh, and then our last conversation that we're getting up to after this is one I'm really excited about too, which is all about that word or the phrase for the year that's going to ground you. And we'll talk about that. That's coming up, but I'm getting excited about that. <laughs> I know you're getting excited about it. I mean, this is that, that is your thing. So we will, we will get into that for sure. So I have to say, one of the things I love about this success map is that it is only four pages. Like, this is not like, I'm going to plot out every thought and feeling I have for the mm -hmm. entire last year and for the entire year ahead, but it's a really manageable, doable chunk, especially for leaders who feel very busy. I mean, if you're a leader, you probably are very busy. And so yeah. what I love how this kind of can just walk you through in a bite by bite, chunk by chunk, um, doable process. So I love that. And if you have not yet downloaded it, then you can do that over at leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021. Is that right? Good. Okay. Uh, so leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021. So let's, let's get into this here about taking action. Yeah. And I, 
know how important it is to take action. And you have Achiever in your Clifton Strengths at the top, and you are uh, such a powerhouse in taking action, and it inspires me. And I, I love how you do that. And you've shared stories and leaders who give a damn with leaders who have that Achiever and they, they mm-hmm. take action. And for those people like me that maybe don't have that as high, um, I find this process or this system really helpful to actually go, mm. right, what, what are those things I can take action on? What are those things mm. that um, are going to help me work towards those goals that I've set in those areas we covered in our last conversation, whether it's health, finance, uh, your career, business, spiritual connection, families, all those areas. Yeah. But what we want to do is start the year strong and take some action. Um, Becky, what would you share? honestly, that you know helps in taking actions and moving things forward? What, what, what's going to help leaders in doing that, do you think? You know, I think some of the things that we just came out of, so those three big takeaways or mm. uh, maybe it was your big audacious goal for the year, it can feel just kind of like, like an elephant, you know? And there's like that, there's that African proverb that says, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? So it's all about baby steps. I, I remember in seventh grade, I had a friend convince me to try out for the basketball team and it was really fun. And we had, I don't know why they did this, but we had practice before school as seventh graders. I guess that's where now the getting up early is ingrained in me. But yeah. a friend of mine and I would take a small step. We knew we had to get back to class, but we also knew that we had permission to go from basketball to class. And it really didn't matter how long it took us. So we took tiny little baby steps all the way there. And for some reason, when I think about like breaking a goal down into smaller, like doable bites of the elephant, I think about those little baby steps that we took all the Mm. way down the hall. It's like, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get to the end, but it really is not going to happen unless we just take one step in front of the other and do something that really feels like, yeah, I can see that point. I can't see all the way down the hall, but I can see that point that's right in, in front of me. And if I take that step, it's going to get me closer to meeting my goal. I love that analogy. That is so fantastic. And I can imagine you just taking those little steps. Yes, we're <laughs> moving forward. Yes, we're going to get there and we're working towards where we need to be. But, you know, at our own pace, at the pace right. that works for me, that suits me every mm-hmm. morning after basketball practice. Um, I also think about how important it is to, to actually do something mm. and I think so it, for me, I think about sometimes my fitness or if I want to read a book or, or you know, invest in some learning um, or the leaders that I've worked with or that I know you've worked with Becky, where it's about, you know, taking action. And it's, hmm. I think what can happen sometimes is we get into that mindset of, oh, it's all too big. I'm just, I won't get around to it. Oh, it's, it's too big a problem. I'll get to it another time or I'll right. start my fitness program tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll improve my diet tomorrow, all those sorts of things. And I think this is really about, okay, we've got some clarity in those goals. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's start to take action. Let's start to move forward. And as you said, baby steps, let's start yeah. to, to take action. Or it could be, honestly, for someone, it might be quite a big step. It might be right. I need to, you might have identified something in your, your personal development, your professional yeah. development as a leader, sure. and you need to go and invest in um, some money or enroll in a course. And you need to get that done now at the start of the year. Mm. So let, let's go and make sure you take that action and do that now. Yeah. Or you might need to get your team together. I was talking to a leader the other day and their team has felt disjointed with COVID and everything like that. And mm. it's like, I need to get my team together. I need to make that happen. So 
if you wait till the end of this first quarter, you're going to be, we're yeah. going to be into April sometime. It's going to be too late. That's right. So yeah, we want to take action. That's the yeah. first key. Yeah, there's a there's a couple leaders that I've worked with that's it's just coming to mind. One from last year and then one, again, a different person at the end of this past year. And both of them, as leaders of other leaders, really wanted to make sure that their annual reviews were were really were were time well spent. And so they're like, okay, so how do how do we figure out like how, how to make this and so that would be like the bigger goal, like okay, I want this to be time well spent, that I'm, you know, writing all this stuff down for them, that mm -hmm. my employees writing all this stuff down for me, and that we're having this like long meeting. I want this to be time well spent. And I loved what they came up with, which was, okay, I'm going to add two more meaningful or um, kind of different angle questions that yeah. will get at something different. And so um, one of the questions that they asked was, um, what are you worried about this year? So they, they put a they put a twist into their annual review so that they could get at that bigger goal of making this annual re review much more valuable. And that was that little step really didn't take that much, right? It just took thinking about that bigger goal and what it might take. And then they changed the you know changed the language, added a question, and then they were done. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't it can always be, it can also be just a small little tweak, but it takes some thought and intention about what those goals are. Goals don't just get met by being out there. Yeah, um, there's a video that I've shared with a number of clients over the years, um, which is just so beautifully illustrates what we're talking about here. And it's a conversation with uh, Tom Bailu from Inside Quest and Simon Sinek. And having this great conversation and it goes along the lines of, uh, Simon Sinek asked Tom, he says, uh, do you love your wife? And he says, yeah. And he says, well, how do you know? Or how does she know? And when did that happen? And he, he said, it's not when you say, I love you. Mm. It's all the little things you've done over the years, which have demonstrated that love. And he said, if you brush your teeth every day, it doesn't do anything. But if you brush your teeth once a year, you'll get teeth problems. You have plaque and all mm. health problems. He said, you need to brush your teeth every day for two minutes to make sure that you are having healthy teeth. Same as if you go to the gym once, you don't look totally different. I'm not going to look like Hugh Jackman tomorrow. But if I you mean, go to, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to the gym every day, you're working towards that goal. So it's about, as we're saying, take those steps, invest in the, the small conversation. I love that example you just shared or whatever it might be that you're working towards in your goals, take that action make that step um, and and keep doing it. So you're working yeah. towards that goal. Yeah, and I don't know about you. Maybe this is an achiever problem you can tell me. I just feel like there are many times where I put that goal out there. I mean, I feel like this, I had this happened when I first started my business. I put this goal out there and then I just wanted to do all the things. Like I thought of, okay, like if I, uh, you know, if I start a podcast and I blog every day and I, mm -hmm. you know, book three clients a week and I do 12 coaching calls a week. Like if I do all those things, then I'll, then, oh, then of course I'll have this like successful business by the end of, by the end of the year. But really what that ended up doing is it ended up making it so every day was overwhelming. And so instead yeah. of doing one or two really good things, I kind of got buried by trying to do too many things 
but both of in my mind both of that thing was what was going to get me to my goal so there's yeah. definitely some kind of piecing it down a little bit or is yeah. it or is this just an achiever problem <laughs> no no I, I so i'm going to share a story which with, with becky and i've talked a lot through leaders to give a damn and collaborating for a while but this is a fresh story here Ooh. A few years ago, actually many years ago, it would have been about 12 years ago, uh, I had to go to New Zealand to audit a supplier. Okay. And uh, staying in the hotel, I was over there for, for work, of course, I went, I'll go to the gym. I, you know, I, at this point in my life, I was not a regular gym goer, but I'll go to the gym. The, the hotel has a gym, I should use it. So I go to the gym and I work out and um, let's just say I went a little bit too hard too fast. <laughs> The next day, I am meant to be walking around this supplier auditing their premises. So I've got my audit checklist, checking on quality standards and a few other things. I could not lift my arms. I Honestly, my arms were so sore in my biceps and my, my forearms. My arms were so sore. So I was obviously doing something wrong at the gym as well. I had to walk around with my arms by my side trying to write down my notes because I couldn't even lift my arms. To oh, my so you've just reminded me of that story, a great example of trying to go like, okay, right, let's get in and do everything. I didn't go to the great. gym again for another couple of years. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's one way to like blow your, like to blow your goal is to like make yeah. yourself feel like, wow, that's completely unachievable because look what it did to my body, right? Or yeah. look what it did to my schedule or look what it did to my psyche or look what it did to my team even, you know, if you're like, okay, now we're going to do a, a meeting every day, at, you know, a stand-up meeting every day because we want to do that. And I want to have a meaningful question that we ask and I'm going to talk about each of them about their strengths. And we're going to, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're, now you're like fun meeting that you're having to bond your team together yeah, is yeah, an yeah. hour and a half long and everyone hates each other, you know, and they, don't I, I, that I've seen that play out Becky where people have been on the leadership course and they've they've listened to something and they're like right I'm gonna do all the things with yeah. my team right now and then team members think has this person been brainwashed are they just trying to you know uh, you know drinking too much of the kool-aid and then do everything all at once okay and it is about chunking it down bringing people on the journey doing bit by bit by bit so yeah if there's anything out of this conversation besides laughing at me and my sore arms <laughs> it is that insight around okay so you've got some goals at the end of 2021 what it looked like what it feels like what yeah. success is for you now let's bring it back what does it look like for you in q1 and even if you want to start to think mm -hmm. about i'm going to do something and there's an action but i might leave that till q2 or q3 i'm going to space like that. that out a little bit yeah um and that's that's hopefully I'm going to set you for success by chunking it down and moving you forward. And I really think that will, as yeah. opposed to doing everything right now or doing nothing right now, neither of those are going to work. That's right. And you know, you, we, we had talked, we talked last week about goals and then you were reminding me about just kind of mindset around goals and this talking about Q1 and Q2 and Q3 also reminds me of, a, it's not, it's not that there's the pursuit of happiness and happiness is I have achieved my goal at the end of 2021, but rather there's, it has to be that you are enjoying the process to get there. Otherwise you're going to come up short almost no matter what. 
100%, 100% Becky, it's such, a, it's such an important point that if we set up a, a, for a goal, which is something along the lines of whether we articulate it like this or we think about it like this, that I'll be happy when I achieve this or I'll be happy mm-hmm. if I have this. Um, we're setting ourselves up for trying to be happy in the future all the time as opposed to enjoying the learning process or the, the year or the days right now and being happy with that right now. So I think the goal setting and a gratitude process go strongly together. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't attach your happiness with your goals. Your goals right. are something you're working towards for, for growth or, as you said, pursuit of excellence, whatever it might be. But that's separate to your happiness. Your happiness is you're getting in other ways of your life, whether that's connection with family or, or, or things you're doing with your team as a leader or, or other things you might be doing. It's not about I'm going to be happy when I get this. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. And I think 2020 has showed us that, right? It, it showed us that we're not, we might set out to do a certain thing and it just might not end up the way we think. And I think some people felt extremely rocked by that, at least even, even if it was just for like kind of a dark middle, right? If there was just like a dark middle yeah. of like, oh my goodness. I'm not going to do all, any of these things that I've ch- charted to do this year. And so what does it look like to, to still maintain an attitude uh, that keeps your spirits up and keeps you moving forward, even if you don't end up hitting that target at the end of 2021. Um, and so what made me think of that is just like talking about each quarter, right? Like, okay, then maybe there's something here and maybe there's something in Q2 and maybe there's something in Q3. But by the time you get to Q3, if things have changed, then you have the opportunity to adjust again with yeah, that's action, right. adjust what the goal looks like. Um, and-, and we don't know what this year is going to be like. No. Uh, we, we didn't know what 2020 was going to throw at us and we, we still don't know. Well, we never know what any year is going to be like. And of course, last year was totally different. But if we have at least uh, some structure in place, that's going to help us deal with the ups and downs that are going to come ahead, that's for sure. Um, On page four, when we set our actions, there's also that column around support Mm. and identifying someone to support us there. Um, What I know for myself and for people I've worked with over the years, um, we are stronger together. Um, and this is, and I know with the partnership I have with you, Becky, that we are stronger together, the, the knowledge, the inspiration, the, 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 um, the strengths that you bring to our partnership is so important. And I know that with the leaders I've worked with, that um, the best leaders are leaning on each other. They're leaning on each other's strengths. They're, um, they're collaborating. There's a support mm. there that, that helps them achieve um, what they're trying to do in a collaborative way. Um, so my invitation for people as they're doing this part is to really think about what's that support you need to achieve this next bit, who you need to, to help you or who, who's going to bring something to that action to help you move that forward. Hmm. And, and there's also an accountability partner. Is there a difference between that? Like, would you say that the person who or the partnerships that you kind of bring alongside you to support might be different than the person that you bring in for accountability? Yeah, I think about some of the leaders you've talked to me about before where they um, are achieving great things because someone is their cheerleader or someone is Mm. making sure they do what they say or someone is making sure that they deliver on their promise because with the busyness of life, we can start to slip. So that Mm. accountability is making sure we're staying on track. Um, 
so yeah, slight difference. So support is who's going, who do I need to, to help me to achieve that goal or work on that action? Mm. Accountability is who's going to make sure I stay on track. Mm. So for example, um, in my world, uh, support might be um, uh, my, my wife, actually, Tammy, helps me with getting things done, whereas mm. Becky holds me accountable and makes sure I deliver on the things that we talk about in, our, mm. in the business that we've, we've got running. So, uh, yeah, it's different things like that. Um, well, how have you seen that play out for you, Becky, in some of the leaders that you've um, been working with? Yeah. You know, I think of it um, in terms of the, of the best leaders are the ones that have regular kind of feedback conversations. Mm. And so I'm thinking of it right now. It's like, well, they're doing that for their team members. So what you as a leader, are you also getting that? Maybe you have another leader that's hopefully doing that. And if not, you could ask for accountability in that. Um, and, you know, it, it, it reminds me of um, getting up to go to the gym in the morning. Yeah, Actually, yep. there are no gyms at the moment, but <laughs> to get a, getting up to work out, um, if I don't have somebody to meet, I'm much less likely to, to do the thing, right? Um, even as I'm a teacher to our kids this year, if the, you know, the leader has asked us to send a picture of this activity that we did together, I'm much more likely to do it <laughs> than yeah. if I didn't. And that's just, you know, relatively inconsequential type stuff. Um, and so, uh, you know, the, the best leaders are those that can, can systematically put that into, into their practice, kind of do it intentionally. Yeah. And I think there's a really, um, valuable insight here from a leadership perspective around this is not about creating more work for yourself but mm. um, how you can hold people accountable for what it is that they said they would do um, and as leaders as coaches uh, if you're working with your team what's something that that person in your team you're getting them to to do or to um, to work on or achieve and what support do they need to do that and you might be holding them accountable in your one-on-ones and, and catching up with them right. uh, as a coach with the people i've worked with it's very much about i might support them in the coaching conversation but also might hold them accountable in some follow-up hey don't forget you said you do this or mm. make sure you loop back with me and that you'll do that um, but generally the support is who else in their circle and the leaders that that i'm working with That's that right. they're going to have to help them achieve those goals as well um, so yeah Bit, bit of difference and um, I think it's really important to actually identify those people um, for each one of those actions. Yeah yeah I think some of the questions that you've come up with um, challenge me as well to figure out like it's who's your cheerleader who's always going to be in your corner it can't be somebody that you are going to feel beat down by if you don't mm. end up you know following through on something but also that you don't want to let them down. Like there's someone that you care enough about that you don't want to let them down so that you're not just going to be like, well, you know, I get a pass because they like me so much and, you know, they never actually hold me accountable. Um, yeah. But really, yeah, I, I don't want to let them down. I want them to see the work that I can do and, and to know that I'm going to follow through on what I said I was going to do. Yeah, I think about someone that's going to challenge you in that constructive way, that's going to challenge you in a way that, that lifts you up, that maintains that self-esteem and that motivation for you to move forward um, yeah. because you know that they care. Um, and we talk right. about in Leaders Who Give a Damn, it's those leaders that care. And, and you yeah. want to have those people that are going to hold you accountable that care about you as well. So um, I've loved chatting to you about um, actions and taking actions. And I'd love to hear how people are 
taking action in this success map process. So if you're taking action, of course, put it in um, our Facebook group if you're part of our program or definitely on mm. social media and tag Becky and myself because I'd love uh, to hear uh, how this is helping you around that mindset of taking action and moving forward towards your goals in mm. 2021. Um, and we're about to see you next week for our final conversation about your word or mantra for the year. And I look forward to sharing that um, and how that can really help you work towards those goals. That sounds awesome. And as always, if you do not yet have that success map, you, success map, you can find that at leadertogiveadam.com slash success map 2021. And uh, if you haven't joined us yet, I hope you do. There are three episodes prior to this that can help walk you through the first three pages. And um, like Marie said, our next conversation, we're going to um, we're going to open it wide up and give you the tool to be able to really set your vision and your everyday steps. So uh, looking forward to that next conversation. Thanks, next everyone. Time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.